0: Hello and thanks for coming along to And We Have An Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed. With your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, Voice over guy. And on the podcast today, we've got BB, the amazing link builder, for a second time. How are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm doing amazing <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so BB, anyone who has uh, been naughty and skipped your first episode from last year, can yeah. you let them know if they didn't already know who you are and what you guys do, what the agency does?
1: Okay. Uh, I'm Bibi, the link builder. I'm from Amsterdam. Um, I build links with uh, four teams of about 30 people all over the world for our clients. Um, in my spare time, I um, I play with swords. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like agency life, so good that in your spare time you like to play with swords.
1: Yeah, kill people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And- <laughs> Definitely not for real people who are listening. No, not for real. Not that anyone's found out yet anyway. No. (laughs) That's what the canal's for.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um,
0: So how's the last year been in general for the agency?
1: Um, Last year has been really fast, I feel like. Uh, But uh, of course, when you get older, time flies. Um, I think we uh, have been getting much better in systemizing things and having process in place. But at the same time, I wanted to actually become smaller, to have like a smaller agency, less projects. And I feel like I failed at that. So, um, we, we, we became smaller and now we're bigger again.
0: Sometimes you're just too popular, BB.
1: Yeah. Or just, I don't know. I think <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: So, since we last spoke about basically a year ago, almost this week, actually, yeah, wow, um, can you what what have been some of the um the largest or the most major changes in the agency?
1: largest changes um,
0: what's developed know. the most? Mm,
1: I don't know if we changed that much. Um, no. I think some things have more solidified in terms of systems and processes, but I think one of the biggest changes is uh, the a- incorporating AI in all of our processes. So oh. that's, that's uh, the last couple of months.
0: Um and this is I'm definitely talking to the real BB right now, yeah.
1: Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we we'll talk we we'll talk about that in in a second really. Yeah. Obviously the industry has adapted a huge amount um over the last year there's been a typical SEO normal, I say normal normal digital marketing changes. Um, but there's also been this kind of uh, relatively sudden march of of AI. Mm-hmm. Last year, there were there were tools available, but they were they were they, they, they had limited use cases. Yeah. Um, what what was it that that was the trigger for you to start implementing things on a on a large scale for the agency?
1: Um. I think we, we had, we were using some AI with tools, uh, just to play around with, but it was all sort of, um, yeah, limited for us, uh, or it wasn't better than the, than the human aspect. And then when, uh, Chet GPT or Geppetto uh, got released, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I started playing with that and then I was, and I thought to myself, the only limit here is, is, uh, your, uh, imagination and what you can do with it. Right. And of course. Uh, Geppetto is is very high in intelligence and low in wisdom, so you have to take that into account. But other than that, um, it was so, so easy to work with and um, mm. so intuitive in a way. So uh, I think that's that's where it left the field of the, the, the IT nerds and the mathematical and logistical logic people, and it became um, uh, part of the realm of creative people. And a lot of things that we do in the agency is all about being creative.
0: So Agreed. That yeah. Yeah. It's um, I, I I've played with it quite a lot as well, and I think that um it is the old uh, garbage in garbage out thing. you you have to spend an awful lot of um, mental energy um yeah. tuning it, shall we say, so that it behaves or the response it gives fits the needs that you're trying to meet. If you just say, give me ten uh, captions for an Instagram reel uh, um about fashion, it's going to be really generic. Yeah. And if you tell it you are X and you know about this, and here's some, uh, did you uh, do you know about these types of people? And you create a conversation before you give it the the actual mm-hmm. task, it can it can generate an awful lot of value for you.
1: Yeah, and it's it's very similar to creative flow because if you if you want to uh, do something creative, for most people it doesn't really work to sit down and be like, okay, this is the structure, this is the format. I need to do A, B, and C. You yeah. have to sort of uh, fuck around a lot first, yeah. you know, play around with it, don't have a really set goal in mind at first mm. so that you get re- really familiar with the tool. So when I train people on AI in the company, I ask them first to spend 15 minutes every day for a week or something. Just ask it whatever you want, doesn't really matter. It's not for yeah. work, right? And that's how they learn the, the parameters in, in which they can work and stuff. So.
0: Where do you think it's going to go for the agency?
1: Um. I think everyone is going to uh, have their own assistant in a way. So instead of themselves seeing themselves as an assistant, they'll have an assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna save a lot of time. And um, yeah, I think I think that's that's it. We will okay. be able to get more uh, focus, more strategy stuff, be more relaxed.
0: And I, I think yeah. for for the business that you run and the types of clients that you uh, reach out to. It's a yeah. human to human connection, really. So yeah. those roles will be pretty. Uh, they'll be. They'll be. Uh, they'll. U- if they use the the tools as a tool, yeah. Um, then they'll get more value. Um, but it isn't a um, a junior SEO who's doing a million page titles who won't need to have a role doing that in the future because those sorts of things will be automated. But the outreach, the creation of good content, the creation of things like that. Those are the sorts of things that will just help help people in in kind of link building roles, presuming yeah. link building always remains link building as that yeah. develops as well.
1: Yeah, I I also told everyone like no one will be replaced by this tool, but you have to mm. learn how work with it.
0: Yeah. yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, I think if you're if you're running a, a usual say in inverted commas full service digital marketing agency where you do SEO, PPC, et etc. and so on quite a lot of the um, the bottom-heavy agencies where they hire lots and lots of juniors that they train as they go, they'll struggle more than agencies that have a lot of creative and account management aspects. Yeah. Um, but that's just about developing as opposed to adapting and developing as opposed to, um, well, hopefully not, just suddenly closing the doors. There's a lot of agencies that I've been speaking to, though, that are um, firmly in the camp that this is just another fad and that it's just going to go away um not sure about that one personally um that's so interesting. interesting
1: they should look at other industries so i i have um i've i've been uh familiar with ai for a long time like
0: mm.
1: one of the friends i used to play dungeons and dragons with for years like year, years back he uh, he's a professor in ai at a university and he was one of the first um uh, ones that Uh, programmed AI robots for the Olympic soccer games. So there was an AI, uh, not Olympic, but the AI World Soccer Cup or whatever. Um, And another friend, he owns a a company, AI company called Brain Creators, and they they do a lot of stuff with um, uh, visual recognition. So Mm. they do all the stuff at the harbor ports, the recycling, you know, identifying certain objects in the recycling, all those things. so, you should look at other industries where uh, where AI has taken root um that, that was kind of years back, you know so
0: yeah, and happen. it it is it's going to make a change. I think that quite a lot of those agencies that I mentioned just there, they're the ones that are um, still offering quite low cost um work because it is the model works that way for them still, which is okay. it's, they they'll need to change. Um in the with all of this happening, obviously, there's a lot of things changing. Um so that means processes and systems inside your business to obviously incorporate quite a lot of these changes. And and you know, you said you you went the business grew and sorry, you 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 shrunk the business and then it's grown back again and things like yeah. that. And I think when we spoke last um on the podcast you were saying that, you know, that you, you get a lot of leads in. Yeah um what what's been kind of one of the um, the biggest wins for the last year? What's something that's happened in the last year that's been like celebration worthy?
1: Um, yeah. So I went on a holiday in, um, I think it was June or no, or was it April? I don't know. I went on a holiday <laughs> and I went to a beach house and then a little beach shack. And I read this book called The Dream Manager, right? Because I don't know shit about management and I thought The Dream Manager was about how to manage people. <laughs> um, and uh, but it wasn't. The book wasn't about that. It was about a, a company, a cleaning company that had a lot of turnover. Did I tell you this before or
0: not? Neither, no, no, okay.
1: no. Okay, so I was found in a big cleaning company. It was a parable, not a real story. But um, uh, a cleaning company that had a, a lot of turnover... And the, the point was that nobody could really progress in a company that much. The product is surface are really simple. You can come, become a manager or something, but there's not much to go, uh, and it, it's a shit job basically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, they appointed someone who was going to form these coaching groups and help people achieve their dreams. So big and small, um, and that person became the dream manager. And then I thought, this is cool. This is where I can offer people more and become also a better company, not just you know a better company in terms of sales or anything like that but but just be a better company for the people that work there so um we started a coaching group and uh called uh, it was back then it was called the dream project and we asked everybody to list uh, everybody wants to be part of the group to list uh, 100 dreams in in different categories so purpose uh, health uh, physical appearance travel all those things well mm-hmm. And, uh, the point of that was that, uh, if a person was asked to do hundred dreams, then at least they will have 20, you know, even if they're stuck getting a hundred, yeah. they'll have enough. And then together we would pick some dreams to work on, start working on like t- three dreams maximum as, and some things could be very simple and other things could be, you know, like long-term never gonna happen dream. Um, so we started doing that and that has been amazing. So every week we have a, uh. Uh, a group call and then everybody goes through what they, what they've done. You know, it's like a yeah. meeting. and it's, and now it's it's called Project Firefly because at the beginning of the project, there was this guy who said, uh, I want to see fireflies. And it was just, that's, a, cu-
0: that's a cool dream. Yeah. Right. They're not yeah. everywhere.
1: <laughs> no. And, and then the, and then we said, okay, so maybe you need to research what needs to happen, you know? So he went to uh, insect uh, experts in the, ne- in the neighborhood. And I told him, look, it's going to be very hard. You have to have a plot of land and you have to ignore it for 15 years. And then maybe a firefly shows up, you know? So he was like, okay, that's not going to happen. So then we talked about, but why do you want to see these fireflies? Because it's also good, also good to talk about the why. And, he, yeah. and then we did, we did, um, determined that it was about this feeling of childish wonder, you know, like having that feeling again. And then we said, well, there are other ways you can get that too. So he went through other ways to get that. And that was really funny in December, which is like six months after he actually happened to saw fireflies by accident. So the coincidental saw awesome. fireflies. So he wasn't even looking for them and it just happened. He was driving in a car and then they saw them, they stopped them and then looked at them. Um, so other people have, uh, things like they wanted to start a business, you know, alongside yeah. with their job. So they started the sticker business. Um, they're now selling stickers at art galleries. Um, which is is causing a little bit of uh, passive income for them because they don't mm. have to actually put any time in it. Um, other people wanted to travel, so they're now doing the digital nomad uh, stuff, stuff uh, somewhere in the mountains and things like that. So cool. that's been a huge change for the company. The that's project.
0: really good. It is, and it's celebration worthy because it's not. It, it, it's it, it's it's nice that you're that you're pushing that. Um, yeah. because it's it's not what you normally would expect to hear in the made 10 new clients or a million extra revenue or uh all of these things it's very culture focused which is which is really nice and I think in an industry like this obviously everyone speaks about culture a lot but no one really understands like what it means and how to do it and I think when you see that look on people's faces, you know, when the the person saw fireflies, I bet that was a, a really nice experience for everyone to hear the story.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like it because a lot of people are talking about wellness, especially with remote work, but it's all very structured. Like we have to have a wellness program, Da da da. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah. more like, what do you want? You know, it doesn't yeah. even have to do with your work. It, it can be yeah. something stupid. You know, like somebody wanted to declutter their, I don't know, their bedroom fine. You know, not that that's stupid, but you know, it's not, yeah. And even the people that are not in a group, so not everybody wants to be in a group, I've started to notice that everybody started working on things, you know, so somebody but dyed their hair or got a tattoo or they started, they, um, we have an office stipend, So everybody gets money to spend on stuff for their home office. And then at some point I said, you know, you can also use it for a wellness thing. If something makes you happy, ask me first, of course. But then then it's cool. So somebody bought a microphone which helps with the meetings, but she bought it because she wanted to sing again. So
0: that's lovely. That, yeah.
1: that's but, nice. but I don't want people to start buying coffee at Starbucks or anything. It has to be something that's, you know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: You yeah. know unless I mean? you really want that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless it's really gonna make I don't know. It's uh,
0: um, not <laughs> So, so with all that in mind, what what's been one of the the things from you a, a, a BB perspective? What's been one of the most sort of um, uh, enjoyable elements of professional slash personal growth over the last twelve months for you?
1: Um, for me, oh yeah. So, so um, in a dream project, I I had this. Goal for myself to travel more because I I don't think I've traveled enough. Mm, mm. Um, but somehow it's always holding me back, you know, because holidays you want to spend with your family and stuff. But then there was uh, Alida Solis, and she was pushing me like, "Hey, you should speak at places," you know. And I was always like, "No, no, no, I don't want to." She's speak. good at that. Yes, but then I connected. She's really good at elevating people around her. And then, That's but then right. I connected the the traveling with the speaking. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pitch the places. And then I have to travel there. That's it. And of course it's not, it's not like a, a holiday on a beach or whatever, but it's just a short little thing. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm going to Brighton, I'm going to uh, Chiang Mai, uh, but, but, but holiday um, as well. I just came back from Mallorca, we're going to Boston, you know, so those are awesome. it's, a, it's a little bit of a mixed professional and personal because it's also has to do with the speaking. Yeah, oh,
0: I mean, it, uh, when I used to do quite a lot of speaking, travelling for speaking, it was the same. I, 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 part of it was professional development. The other part was you go uh, like a day before or a day after, and you have an extra couple yeah. of days. So you get, you know, you might only get one day to walk around the city or around the area and have a little look, but you get to travel and there's a stamp in the passport. And if you like it enough, then that's that's like a reconnaissance for an actual holiday, maybe um but it's i mean massive credit to Elara in all areas of this industry for obvious reasons but she yeah. does do a really good job of that you should do this thing you, you know elevating of, pe- of of people because she, you know she 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 goes to a lot of conferences and she sees a lot of people who speak who probably those slots might well have been better for for BB the link builder potentially and things like that and she, you know it's nice for you to 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 push yourself as well and I think the the one in I'd love to, to go to Chiang Mai. I'd love to do that, not necessarily for the conference, but for that, um, yeah. to just to go see that city because it's. I bet you it's like a beautiful chaos, um, from videos and things I've seen. It's probably really cool, um, and it's also a really good conference to speak at from what I've seen as well.
1: Yeah, I re- I really, I I always wanted to go to Chiang Mai, but I never thought I would be speaking there. Um, yeah. So so yeah, that when that when uh, I got the news that. Uh, that I could speak there. I was just like, okay, now I got to do it. Yay. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. What, what would you, if we're, if we plan to speak again in roughly a year's time, obviously, hopefully in between then, but for the podcast, um, what would you say, what's, what do you say would be like your main focus for the agency in the next year?
1: Um, yeah, I still want to become smaller. Again,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be eternal struggle for me. It's like the um the 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 tablets that you take in um uh Alice in Wonderland.
1: Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> the cookies, yeah. That's it. so the cookies and and the drinks, I think. But but um yes, yeah, so I, I still want to become smaller, but maybe maybe not necessarily smaller in the amounts of people that we employ, but uh more in the a number of clients that we have, and then I want to spend um. Uh, more time on a side projects, you know, that's our own lead chain affiliate sites, mm. all that stuff. Cause that's where I, I started and that's where my business partner started too. So it'd be great to get back into that. We're slowly, slowly getting there. That's also somewhere where AI is going to play uh, a big part. I just got a subscription to, um, what's it called? Zimbrider from Matt Zimmerman. And it combines TPT chat with, I think server or phrase and then something else. So you have yeah. yeah you have the advantage of the AI but coupled with actual information actual data, real life data. So that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. because a- yeah, AI makes stuff up a lot. Have you ever tried having AI count the number of words in a text? No. Okay, ask the pedo. He's wrong. Always. Except if you ask him to List it in a table and then count it. It will it will count it correctly. But right after, that, if you put the same paragraph in and say how many words is this, it it will give you the wrong amount of words.
0: I think that's what you where you what you said earlier. Intelligent, but doesn't have wisdom. It doesn't know how to because it's a language model, so it doesn't know yeah. necessarily how to comprehend the question well enough.
1: I don't know. Weird. I don't, well, it's
0: maybe it's counting really spaces. Weird. Who knows?
1: It's it's. I don't know what it's doing. I asked him, so why did you do it wrong the first time? And then they said, I'm a language model, just like you. I make mistakes. And I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) Mm, Fair enough. Um, right. So this time next year, we're going to talk about your main focus to see how you got along, if that's, if that's good with you, we'll book it in right now. (laughs) No
1: pressure. (laughs) This is really good. This is a great measuring point. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly, I can be your yardstick for the year. Yeah,
1: um,
0: yeah. So, um, hopefully see you in Brighton. Um, yes. definitely look forward to hearing about how Chiang Mai goes. Um, but yeah. thank you very much for coming along on there on the second podcast.
1: Yeah, it was really nice. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Uh, and in the next, in our next episode, we'll revisit another agency leader and see how their last year has been. So, thanks very much for listening.
1: Thank you. <laughs>